Great evening, great evening, great evening, everybody. Thank you so much for joining in. I'm super elated and excited that you have took in, taken, I should say, <laughs> some of your non-refundable time out to watch and hear the Hear My Heart show. I have a fabulous guest on tonight and I'm super, super excited to share her with y'all. Um, but I wanna tell you, Today is a great day for you to be inspired, and this is going to be a phenomenal show, but I don't want you to keep all this phenomenalness to yourself. <laughs> I need you to do me a super huge favor and share. I need you to sow that seed of sharing into my life and share with someone. You never know what anyone is going through. So by you sharing this with someone, sending a text message, sending the link via email and or putting it on your uh, social media pages, you never know how far that's going to go because you sharing is definitely going to help somebody else's life. Okay. So I want you to, I want to tell you a little quick something before I introduce my guest. I want to tell you nothing shall be impossible to you. Okay. And I need you to remember that you are capable of overcoming seemingly um, any unconquerable hardship that you may have, any challenge that you may experience. Don't settle for anything, okay? Just don't settle for not being able to make that impossible possible, okay? Challenge yourself not to accept limitations set forth by yourself or others. Harness your untapped resources, okay, sis? Tap into the spirit and understand that with God, what is it? All things are possible, okay? You are more than a conqueror. Now, many times in life, we may feel like we're defeated. We may even feel worthless, um, good for nothing. Um, and we feel like we can't make it. And we may have this little nasty little attitude. But today is the day that you need to shake yourself loose and shake yourself of that spirit of heaviness. OK, because I know I heard my big brother say um, that Jesus, he beheld them and he said unto them, uh, with men, this is impossible, but with God, what? All things are possible. So if you say that's impossible to a creative person, it's like a red flag to a bull. They're going to either charge straight at you or they're going to dive off into the lab so that they can prove you wrong. But whatsoever it is you set your mind to do, just know that you can do it. Come what may. It shall be done. All right, y'all. So I need you to remember nothing shall be impossible to you. Okay. So I am not the inspirational speaker today. The inspirational speaker is my guest on today, who is my VIP. Uh, she is the inspirational speaker. She is an educational consultant. She is also the best-selling author. How about that? I'm talking about this woman got some greatness inside of her. And she's going to share it with you. She's a certified life coach and mentor whose personal and professional goal is to inspire us women to walk in their purpose by manifesting their dreams, goals, and their vision. She is going to share so much more because I don't want to give you all the goodness and tell you everything and not leave anything for her to talk about, right? <laughs> so I am going to introduce to y'all my VIP, Miss. 
Hello, hello everyone. Hello, my beautiful sister Tiffany. Hello, sunshine. Thank you. Oh, oh. Calling me beautiful. Oh gosh, I'm so excited to be here. How are you doing on today? You know, I have to tell you, I am super thankful. I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for my health and some strength. And I'm thankful that we were able to talk in with each other. <laughs> oh, yes. It was that divine intervention. God placed us together. And I want to thank you for the beautiful introduction. And just thank you for allowing me to be on this platform. I am so excited. I was like, you'll make sure my light is good and everything is working great. So I am excited. <laughs> things happen but you know when you have something great to share that happens but we're going to go ahead and i do have something, tiffany that i want to share with everyone on this evening now when you mentioned about nothing shall be impossible to you i was like mm, that's it right there nothing shall be impossible to you because many individuals my sister are going through things in this life and i call the life that we're on a journey Yes. It's life yes. journey. And that journey that we're on many times, I tell people when you're going on that journey, sometimes that road is dark. We can't see down that road. It's rocky sometimes. You know, there are cliffs on the side. You're trying to stay in this little one lane. But I say, you know what? There are signs there. There may be a stop yes. sign that says stop. There may be a sign that says yield. There may be a U-turn. And guess what? Sometimes you take that U-turn over and over and over again. But what I want people to understand is that we go through those things in life. Now, we go through those things in life. Now, let's remember that. Those are those teachable moments. And I tell people those teachable moments turn to wisdom. They turn to wisdom. So this evening, if I may, sister, I want to talk about this one word. This word is about chosen. Chosen. Because many times we are those individuals, we feel that we're going down that road and that journey that we're on. We're sometimes questioning, why are these things going on? Why is this happening? It's the end of December. Why are my finances still all rocky here? Why am I still feeling alone? Why are my children still acting crazy out there? Why is the husband over here acting this way? Why is all this going on? But I want people to understand that we are chosen for certain things. And we may get upset and say, what is going on? My shoulder's heavy, why I can't get over this? Just remember, these situations, these things, this stuff, this actual, we could say garbage in life, yes, the piles that we go through, they could be heavy, but guess what? You were the chosen one for that. Because what you're going through, something's gonna come out of that. We may all say, oh, there's a purpose a testimony. But I say you're the chosen one because that means that you are that person that can handle it. See, somebody else may not have been able to handle those things or be able to say, I'm going to go forth and share my moment, my journey with someone else or feel comfortable to share or they're going to wear the veil. They're going to wear the, the covering and feel that, oh, as long as I make up each day, guess what? I want people to think and look at me and say, I'm doing great, but we're all hurting somewhere but you are the chosen one for the situation. The reason I say that because behind me, many of y'all may see some of my books that I have back here, but there's one book up there called Forgiving Father. That was my first book that I wrote on my own. The other one I did in the beginning is becoming the first author was an anthology project. The reason I wrote that book is because I became the chosen one to be that child of three to take care of my father. And I'm going to take you on my journey, which is I turned 56 years old this month, you all. My mother and father 
would have been married 56 years. But somewhere on their journey, when I was 15 or 16, the home transitioned. I tell people it didn't break up, it didn't fall apart. I say it transitioned, which meant that it was time for individuals to go separate ways. I didn't understand that, Tiffany, and audience. I didn't understand until I became a wife and an adult. But I was the chosen one to go back to take my father in my home, my husband and I, to take care of him during his sickness, stage four leukemia, take care of him till he died on hospice. But guess who else was with me? My mother and my brothers. We were the chosen ones, but I was that one chosen one. I didn't understand that until at time went on and as he passed away and I was like, hmm, deep down inside, I guess I was the chosen one for that. People would come to me and talk to me and say, well, Ursula, I admire what you did. People would say things to my mom, you know, it's amazing what you did. But I'm like, what do we do so out of the ordinary? We were chosen for that. What I want people to understand is that we're going to go through things in life, but we better understand why we are chosen for certain situations. See, I was in the moment of doing. I was in the moment of being that big daughter. I was in the moment of being the oldest, taking care of things, making sure everything was okay. But I didn't understand that I was chosen to do that. Had to be because of what I saw, the pain, even growing up in the home of the home transitioning, taking care of two brothers, helping my mom, all of these things. I've always been the person to take care of someone because I was chosen. I didn't know that God was preparing me for that chosen moment when I was 16 years old, which meant that when my home transitioned, I was 16, the big sister of a brother that's seven, the big sister of a brother that was a baby at that time helping my mom. I didn't know that he was preparing me to be the chosen one for what's going on down the line. I didn't understand that. So I want people to understand that you may be going through something in life, but I want you to understand that whatever it is, nothing shall be impossible to you. You can do all things. It may be heavy. It may have you sweating a little bit. It may put a sadness all over your face and some pain in your heart, but you can do it because you're chosen for that. You have the strength to do it. We always say, Lord, give me strength. Well, how do you think you're doing it? He's giving you the strength to do it. So that was a journey in my life there that I just never understood. Why did I have to be here and do these things as a young child? Why did I have to always take care of my brothers? You know, but I did it. I was obedient. I was respectful to my mom because she needed me, but God was preparing me. So I want people to understand this evening is that when you're going through something, we may not understand it, but God's preparing you for something on down the line. We've heard of that. We say that. What is he preparing me for? We've heard that gospel song. He's preparing me for something I can't see. And sometimes you all do this. You don't want to see it. <laughs> but I must say as a woman of God, I thank him and I would do it over again. And the title of this book is Forgiving Father because Tiffany, I didn't understand that maybe somewhere down in here, there was some unforgiveness. I don't know, but I wanted to understand that I had to be that forgiving soul in order to be the chosen one to move forward in life and what I had to actually conquer and see at that time. I had to be that person. Yes. Oh, that's so powerful. Woman, I tell you, you are something else. What does forgiveness look like to you? 
Forgiveness looks like to me, it to me, it's something that I think you don't really need to focus on so heavy of saying, mm -hmm. I need to forgive this person. What can I do to forgive this person? I think forgiveness is something that's placed within you. It's that spirit that's placed within you. You know, you can either do it or you cannot do it, you know, but forgiveness is something that's the spirit within you that you don't have to try so hard to do. Right. right. I have to, my husband would have to say, okay, we could take your dad in. I thank him all the time for allowing that to happen. But to me, I knew it was there. Something was there for me to take my father in, to take care of him head to toe, you know, to change pampers, to clean him, to suction him, to do these things. It had to be there. So when I look at forgiveness, I say, you know what? That's a spirit within you. Within you, Nobody can tell you to forgive anyone. No one can say it's time for you to forgive. We can read many books. You can listen to me tonight. You can go out and, and hear people mention you all day, but it's that spirit within you. When it's time, you would know because whatever's happened or whatever's going on, guess what? It will not affect you. Nothing shall be impossible to you anymore because all things will be possible. And God is going to, He gave me that strength to say, okay, Ursula, you can do this. You can do this. Yes. I'm, I'm grateful that you did it. I'm grateful that you went through it. And it seems like you still have an amazing heart. So regardless to his transition, your heart was still beating, your heart still loving, you're still giving. I appreciate it. <laughs> I think it's super amazing. You got a great heart. <laughs> How do you think that you have maintained such a great heart over these years with trials and triumphs and stuff that's coming on? How do you think you've maintained that? You know, that's a good question because sometimes I go back and say, how did I get through that? Because when I buried my father, within a year later, my mom got breast cancer. Wow. So I think I made it through just by God's grace. I'm going to be honest and tell you okay. because I had to. I had to. You see those sequences in life. And that's why I always talk about life's journey. That's how I made it with his grace. Mm -hmm. There's no other way I could have done it because I tease and said, now that's why I'm tired. <laughs> I think my body is wore out now. <laughs> it's one, look, that's why I haven't changed over to a couch because I'll be tired too. I'm like, oh, oh, we're going to do this show on the couch. <laughs> yes, very. So I think, you know, and I know it, it was God's grace. It was nothing else because the things I had to do, um, no one told me, no one showed me. I had to just learn on my own and pray to him to say, Lord, what do I do next? It was him because no way could I have been that hospice, in that hospice, right. uh, even though there was a nurse taking care of doing these things. That's nothing that no one shows you or you're born with. That's something within you that you have to have to want to do that for anyone, for anyone. I know you spoke on about embracing change and uh, to pursue purpose. That was a change that you had to embrace. And I know, like sometimes us ladies, um, you you know, you said it's just kind of in you. I saw my grandmother. My grandfather got sick. Um, my grandfather got sick uh, back in like '88. So when I was growing up, I watched my grandmother take care of that man. Like it was like i mean it was amazing i hate the fact that he got sick he was paralyzed at a broken heart attack. but he was uh, paralyzed on his right hand side and it affected his speech so we always had to play like charades to figure out hey what do you want what do you need what are you desiring 
but even in the process of my grandmother knew him when he was in his full strength while he's pastoring, and he's up preaching and he's doing all these different things. But her love did not stop even when he got sick. And she's having to take him back and forth to the bathroom. He's having to bathe him from head to toe as well. But I never saw her get angry. She very well could have been tired. She very well could have been upset at some days, but I never saw it. So it was just that thing inside of her that I absolutely love to watch. So it's just, yeah. that's why I guess when I'm listening to your story, I'm just like, it's amazing. It's something that's in you that you just, whatever's on the inside, showing up on the outside, and it's bringing about a change to end the it does. And that's what we have to understand. You know, a lot of things, as you mentioned, that comes out is within. That could be the goodness or that could be things that are not good. Things that are not tasteful. But that's what comes out. And it really shows, I must say, when you're caring for someone or when you're just being there for someone, you know, even having a conversation with someone, it shows who you are as a person. It don't take much it shows. So that was a big moment for me, but let's think about small things. It shows in many different ways. It does. Mm -hmm. How do you think, it, uh, you say it's uh, important for us women to embrace change. What is something that you think that we could embrace to help us go forward with change that we need to embrace? I think we can embrace, um, I love you said word, because many times as women, we don't understand how we need to actually look at the truth of things, just stand in our truth. And you are my show. And that's my quote. Never be afraid to stand in your truth. Wow. And I tell people, when we embrace something, that means that we're standing there. We're standing firm for that. And that takes us away from wearing the mask. That takes us away from being the phonies. That takes us away of making it seem like everything is okay. We're going to embrace whatever it is because, as you said, nothing shall be impossible to you. You're going to embrace that moment, whether it's a moment that's tasteful or whether it's a moment that's not tasteful. But as I said earlier, those are those teachable moments that's going to turn to wisdom. That's what it's going to turn to. So if you're out there, my sisters, embrace that now, it may be something that you may say, well, Ursula, I'm just tired of being in this. Well, that's when I want you to understand that you can make that change. But let's not throw away what has happened or what's going on or say, keep looking back. Just remember, I've had that moment. I've embraced it. It's here, but it allowed me to move forward to this next level of my life, to move forward down this road, this journey called life that I'm on. Mm -hmm. So it works out so many great ways. Don't always feel that whatever you're embracing is something that I don't ever want to deal with again. It's okay. It's okay. It may have been bitter in your mouth, something you want to spit out and never deal with again, but it's okay because you were the chosen one for that moment, for that situation. Embrace mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And that's very deep for us to embrace because there's a lot of times certain things we're chosen for. We want to just ignore it. And like, I'm not doing that now. The minute that we embrace it and go ahead and take on what it is that we're supposed to, we're living in a purpose, things are going to change. It's not going to be as tough. That bitter taste, that bitter taste that you feel is probably because you're you're fighting against it. Embrace that change. Mm -hmm. Hold on tight to it. You know, it's kind of something you need to do, but the taste is so bitter because you're you're fighting it. Stop fighting it. Oh, yeah. It's going to get it taken care of, going to get it done. And no, it's not. 
it's not going to be hard always. It might be hard for a moment, but mm-hmm. you have a team around you, I'm sure. If you don't, grab you a team of individuals, get you a good support system. It's not going to be hard always because nothing is going to be hard. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, sometimes we have to have things that taste bitter sometimes. Nothing is always sweet and tastes good. If something is always sweet and tastes good, or if you're around, I say, you know, sometimes you can be around people and we're saying everything's not good always. You know, like the social media platform, you may see things that look pretty and nice, but guess what? It's not always that way. We have testimonies. We're sharing things with you. We're trying to encourage you. Not that everything is doing great always. Oh, no. We're here to let you know we're able to stand in our truths because we're embracing the moment on the journey that we've had and we were the chosen one to say, guess what? I can say this. I can minister to you. I can encourage and motivate you and inspire you because of my journey. Mm-hmm. I can do that because of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there's a particular part of your journey that I have learned of, and I'm super excited because you're so major. You have this thing that you are on. You, how did you feel about selling out of your book? You were selected to be what out of the 180 uh, females. Tell me about that. That little experience. Yes, that was amazing. And this one of the books here was my first time becoming off an anthology project, and it was titled "Madam President: How to Think and Act Like a Leader." Uh-huh. So when the book, you know, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna try it." And I called one morning on the way to work, and I hung the phone up right quick because I was kind of scared. And when the uh, actual owner came back and interviewed me, she said, Ursula, she said, I need you because my title of my chapter was Leadership Begins at Home. And it starts my journey of my home life. And I didn't have a bad home life. I just like to let people know that there were things that happened in my home. There was a transition with my mother and father. Nothing bad happened, but still that happened. And when I looked how it was like amazing women, it was so many women of this 14 total women in that book. And the Fortune 500 people chose. I was like, this is phenomenal because we all look at leadership in different ways. Some people look at leadership as having the titles. Some people look at leadership as having the jobs or being Mrs. I look at leadership as it relates to what my mother showed me in the home. She was a true leader because my book coach say, Ursula, a person can be out there living on social services and receiving all that, they're still a leader at home, take care of their children. It doesn't justify to say who's a leader. So my title was that leadership begins at home because everything that I conquered in life as it relates to being that person to understand how important it was to be the chosen one was due to what I actually saw in the home of my mother. The leadership for me began at home. And if someone asks what a true leader is, I'm going to go personal with you. I'm going to go personal with you. I'm not going to go to say, oh, because I'm this or the title or my resume that way. My resume is going to be my personal of what I experienced. So when that book actually came to that point in life, I was like, wow, this is amazing. People are paying attention. People are listening. People are thirsty to really say, what's a leader now? Am I a leader here? People are saying I have to be this way. No, it's what you choose. What God placed you here for. He placed us all here in different situations, different categories, different roles, but we're all leaders in some form or fashion. And that's why I chose that. Oh, man, that's amazing. Absolutely love it. Well, I know our time is getting ready to wrap up here. And you have said some phenomenal information with us. And I am super grateful. 
I need two things from you. You ready for this? Yes. One thing. How do we get in contact with you? Because you're such okay. an inspiration. We all need to stay inspired. So how can we do that with you? <laughs> yes. And you know, that's the beauty of sisterhood, encouraging and being there for one another. That's the importance of it. That's what I believe in sisterhood connecting. That's important. So you all can follow me on social media platforms, Ursula, my maiden name, Mastin, M-A-S-T-I-N, Bradley, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y. I am on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Also, um, you can follow my radio station, Be Inspired with Ursula. You can go to envisionedbroadcasting.com. Follow me on there as well. So that's how you all can get in touch with me. And I would love for you to reach out to me. Love to be a part of your life any way that you would need me. And thank you, my sister, for having me. And truly enjoy myself. <laughs> You're a joy to be around. So absolutely. The second request. You ready for the second request? Of course. Second request is I'm giving you the final word. So what is the last thing you have our ears? So let us hear your heart. What do you want to leave with the heart? What I will leave the heart tonight is to let everybody understand is that it's important for us all. And my sisters, we need to come together and be unified in many different ways. There's someone out there hurting. There's someone out there that needs this tonight. There's someone out there going through something in life. We don't know, but everybody's going through something. But let's just make sure that we become the group and unify and be together. You know, it's wonderful. Think about when we grew up, the communities, everybody knew each other. We played outside. We had fun. We did things together. The communities were developing and growing and it was positive. But look what's happening now because everybody is separated from each other. Let's come to back together as a unity group and be there for each other. And you know what? Social media is doing it. This is how I met my sister Tiffany. Social media, get that community, find those sisters, build. But unity, let's come back together. It don't take much. It don't take much at all. That's amazing. We're going to have unity in the community and we're going to have unity in these community streets and on these social medias. Okay. I love that. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for being my very special VIP tonight. Thanks for your words. And I'm so grateful for your life. Oh, thank you, my sister. I enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. So that's going to be it for tonight's show. Join me next week where I'll have another VIP, but tune in on the same Hear My Heart channel at the same Hear My Heart time. Grace and peace, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone. You're so sweet. I appreciate you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs>